amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What's going on, everybody? Hope you are having a wonderful week so far. Before we get into the podcast, please hit subscribe. Please um, give us a review at the end of it. If you enjoy it, it keeps the podcast going. I really appreciate it. So, podcast time. Uh, This man has been on my podcast the most now. And it is the one and only Born Dirty. Born Dirty is one of my favorite people in the world. Um, I've known him for years now. And yeah, we've just become extremely close friends over the years. And I love his music that he makes. I love him as a human being. Um, He's hands down one of the most talented people I know. Um... And we just always have the best conversations. So I thought I'd just get him on the podcast again. Um, so without further ado, Born Dirty. Mr. Born Dirty, how are you, mate? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. Is that a Pringle? Is that it's a Pringle? No, well, it's a healthy one. Oh, fuck's sake. Yeah, you're going to hate me for that. Yeah, Fuck it's... Uh, <laughs> oh fuck off that's not even a crisp <laughs> it's actually really good you know i think the first time i had them i hated them and then um it's because you were french they've been, then. basically they've been like drying in the on the shelves uh and then i just put, put them out i was like, actually they're pretty good so i'm gonna eat that but i'm good i'm good because the <laughs> first time it. you ate it you were more french and then and then as it's got older and older in the cupboard you turned more and more la no man no no you'll be eating gluten-free croissants soon never never i mean what do you know about croissant man the shit you sent me i know more about croissants than you know about croissants like basically hey miga look at this uh amazing croissant and you you go on youtube and it's all about fucking Pan of chocolate. Pan of chocolate. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I do it just to annoy you, and it annoys you every time. <laughs> it does. Less than before because because of yoga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How's how's this yoga been treating you? Mm. You know, I don't think I would have. Um, I don't think I I, I would have believed that I would have ever said that, but it's 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 game changer, man. It really is. For me, all, this, all this exercise, and now you've got bronchitis. <laughs> <laughs> One time at yoga, boom, ill. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> no, but um, no, it's been great. It's mad because I've tried yoga over the years mm. so many times so many times over the decades. You know, it's, it never, never really connected with it, but yeah. um. I think, I think the hot yoga that I'm doing here, um, you know, it's like, uh, what is it, like 40, 45 degrees in there. It's fucking ridiculous. 
but um, like I was telling you before, it, it, it's not. I went to a class this week, um, and it was chill. It was mm. like a, a more chill kind of, and that that doesn't really work for me. Like okay. the moment I have to exercise and think, the moment the exercise allows me to think about my day, yeah. I can't do it. It's just not the things I need. I need things that just like disconnect me and needs mm. my full focus. And um, the other, the other yoga that I did, the set, they call sculpts. And so I love that shit. It's like army style. Yeah. You get yeah. in there and it's like 55 minutes nonstop, like nonstop, go, go, go. Like you come out of that and you, you know, equally beat up but also feel amazing you know that that's a yeah. good workout for me i agree know? um it's so, the closest than that bullshit fucking workout we've done years ago and killed me for two weeks but <laughs> but that that every time my legs hurt i think of that there's like a trauma <laughs> connected to my legs and to my brain from that session we've had you like, bring that up every time as well listen it is insane but uh yeah no 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 this is this is good look you know i need i need the type of person everybody needs exercise but the type of person i am i need i need to release all that energy somewhere you know like, is it energy that, you, that you're releasing or is it just you're changing your state of mind it's both definitely yeah it is it is a release of energy like everything that you accumulate, whether, you know, whether it's stress, whatever mm. the form of stress is yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever energy that just builds up, builds up when you go out there and you just kind of let it out. Mm. Um, that feels amazing. The commitment, yeah. like, you know, just to go, just to get out of my house, go to the place and do it. Even if I only do 10 minutes, mm. I, I went there and I did it. And, you know, you don't do 10 minutes, but, you know, the fact that you went, I think that's the win. I think well. it's the routine for me. Yeah. The routine is more mentally than actually doing it to a certain extent. Me going and just doing something is so much more better for my mental being than actually the outcome of the fix of the exercise. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. like feeling, feeling good is great, but like having a bad day at the gym is nothing like having a bad day in the studio. Mm. If you know what I mean. Yeah, of course. It's weird. I just think it's like, it's connected to, I think for me, it does, it includes all of that. I need all, I need to, I mean, to be fair, since, you know, we talk every day, since I really got my shit together for exercising. Yeah. You know, yeah. the climbing, I think like started to, it triggered the, okay, let's feel better. Let's mm. do more. But that schedule of like, okay, yoga, climbing, yoga, climbing, yeah. exercise at home, rowing, it's being present and do and go and do the thing. Um, and then feeling good, that's great. But mm. also like, I think the commitment to myself to do it. And also, you know, when I go with Brian climbing, it's like, I'm committed to him in yeah. that sense, like, you know, Although, you know, I canceled on Monday night and he was pissed, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's the first time I think I canceled. Let me put my headphones on because I don't know if you're going to get some weird feedback. You sound or... great. 
Yeah, but in a recording, it's not. You don't nah. think it's gonna. No, nah, I'd, I'd be able to hear it if you're getting if we're getting weird stuff. Cool. And it's yeah, yeah. coming through really good. Um, yeah, it's <sighs> exercise is a strange one. Yeah, because like, like coming back from Australia, and like the hotels didn't have. There were some hotels that didn't have gyms, and some of them had terrible gyms, and like it was amazing how like when I was in Melbourne, I the hotel didn't have a gym and there wasn't like a gym locally that like I also kind of hate going to spend like thirty bucks on for an hour at a gym. Like yeah. there's just something about it for me that I'm just like I'd rather not. So I just make myself go for a run. Yeah. And it's just amazing for me like how that mentally like yeah, waking up early, going out into the cold, running it, the thought of it is gross but then yeah. once you're doing it and like halfway through when your heart's just fucking blowing out of your out of your chest and yeah. you're gonna shit your pants because you just because <laughs> you're killing yourself but yeah. then afterwards it's just the best feeling for me and i there's nothing there's actually no other feeling that there's nothing else that can replicate that for me it's it's also there's when you push yourself would honestly I, I mean I, I i i can put myself in that but in in some extent but not just you go or you go hard like you go extremely hard to compare to me someone else compared to you will go a hundred times 100%. harder than you there's always there's always that but it's there is that feeling of like it's like a little you, you kind of like dying every time a little bit and yeah. then there's this thing like you have to you have to to fight that and beat that basically to kind mm. of your body does it on its own yeah that gear that just like goes like you think you're dead and then there's a gear that just comes like that yeah. gear that's what i'm looking for yeah, yeah right it's just like even when i go climbing i'm like the first half an hour like i'm like oh, i'm fucking dead like i'm shit and then suddenly it's like click yeah. there's this gear that comes in and then phew, you're just you can go another hour and and even better that's the weird thing then what I, do you think that I is do you think that's adrenaline or do you think that's ego uh, <laughs> it's a good question there's definitely chemicals yeah. like that takes a second to you know i never looked into it but there's definitely you know what is it dopamine adrenaline yeah. like all that stuff just starts to kick in and then you just feel good um that's the thing it's just like I, I don't know about running. I hate running. It's mm. just, I always hate it since I was a kid. And I did a lot of sports. Actually, it's two things. I hate running because it makes me think. And I hate thinking, mm. like, when I don't want to. Um, but I can, you know, run on the pit. Like, I can, I, I can play football for, like, two hours yeah, and run. It's different, and isn't run it? Yeah. Up, down, up, down, you know, and die and just be like, wow, the fuck. Mm. But there is a purpose. I, I, I've never found the purpose of just running. Why do you not like thinking? Huh? Why do you not like thinking? Because I think all the time. So mm. when I, when I go to that, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I, I need a break. Yeah. Like yeah. this is my time to just disconnect and do something else. And then I can't because, but it's just, you know, I guess, if you put a podcast on or, you know, you put some music on like that, you have a chance to just disconnect, but yeah, it's just, it, I don't know, running, even though sometimes I, I do, you know, 
I have the rowing machine and I do it. And it's basically same thing. Like mm. I still do it cause it's here and, you know, it's much, it's better on my old joints and stuff, but <laughs> running every time I run, man, it's, I feel that yeah. shit. Like yeah. my knees, my fucking mm. like ankles. I mean, my, my right ankle is still like, Fuck. I think, I don't know if it's a forever thing, but it looks like it's going to stay. It probably will be now. Yeah. It's weird, yeah. like I may even even I know I'm a bit younger than you, um, but <laughs> barely. <laughs> <laughs> but like I used to be able to run a lot further, and I can do five k on the road, and I know at five k on the road I am literally like I will stop and I'll be limping because it's just yeah. like too painful. But I can do like trail running. I can do quite a lot. I can do like 10K trails because it's like on different. It's just not this the hard ground. It's so hard. Yeah, concrete yeah. just fucking kills me. I don't, I don't see the, um, I don't, I mean, yeah, I did Muay Thai for a while until mm. I just, I couldn't go. I used to go five days a week. Yeah. Five days a week. It was in five every day and weekends off five days a week and you get hurt. Like mm-hmm. you come home, there's like a, it's not like, oh, you, your muscle hurts or whatever. You got beat up. Yeah. You know, if it, and, and I don't want like whoever listens to that think like, oh, you know, martial arts is like you only get beat up. It's not what it was about. It no. really wasn't. And it wasn't a, a, my teacher was like a fucking genius and what he does mm. and it was about the art but point being was more like you still get hurt like you exercise you get hit in the legs and and you're limping out of the mm-hmm. fucking room yeah. and then sometimes you wonder you're like it's not even that you didn't sign up for that it's, you kind of did but it's just like what is what's what's that bringing to me mm. what's the positive in going home limping but then you know a few days after that, like you go back to the next class and the next class and the next class. Mm. And then someone hits you really hard in the leg. Doesn't hurt. Doesn't do shit. Mm. And you're like, Oh my God, what the fuck? Like the body is insane. Like you need to kind of get, you need to, you need to hurt yourself sometimes to kind of like be able to get to the next level, which is such a weird concept. Like, but all the, all the pros do it all the for any, any, type of sports i think also in life it's the same right in mental like to a certain level like not obviously all the levels but like let's just let's transfer that to to music like you first release a record or you first sign a record and you think it's the biggest thing of your life and it is at that time in your life and the record does shit and then you try and sign a record to like your dream artist label and they turn it down or they don't respond to you like each time you kind of get hurt a little bit and you kind of grow from that and realize that oh actually it's not the end of the world and i can actually cope with dealing with that and it just keeps snowballing it's the same as it's the same kind of thing as that's that's interesting that's interesting but it's that that's because that's the the kind of person you are in that sense, or because not, I wouldn't say the person, the kind of person you are, but in the sense of like, you've done the work beside the music thing. You've done the work mentally. You've, you've got great teachers. Yeah. 
you know, to understand what's going on, to give you the tools to be able to be, to be like, oh, fuck, like, you know, I really wish that, that, that but it doesn't matter. There's the next thing and let's keep going, blah, blah, blah. Mm. You know, when you don't have these tools, sometimes to see the, you know, the, the light at the end of the tunnel can be fucking impossible mm -hmm. because you don't know. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the, that's the only difference. I think it's just like, surely we should all be able to do that. We should all be able to like, you know, get up. I, personally, I, I always get up and redo, you know, but also it took me years to get the tools to get up way faster and understand that it's, it's okay. Like, you know, yeah, it's, Rejection generally is a strange thing to deal with, right? And I think it's... A lot of ego. Yeah, but I also think it's something that we all have to do. Everyone deals with rejection at some point in their life. Like, whether that's not getting a job, whether that's not getting a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever. Like, what, whatever that rejection is, we all get rejected at some point. Yeah. And we all deal with it differently, I guess. How do you deal with it? I mean, I I take it because now I have some tools to figure it out. Mm. I, but I always take it back to when, you know, you are a kid. Because, yeah. it, you know, without like being, you know, trying to be a therapist or whatever, because we're not. But, you know, it's like the, the, the tools that you get from a therapy, like therapy or yeah. books or research that you've done or friends or family that have the tools to give, to share. I think it's really, it starts from when you are a kid, mm. you know, the rejections that you get when you're a kid. If no one's here to tell you, yo, it's okay. Like, yeah. honestly, you can, and also you can cry. It's okay. You don't have to be, you know, you know, you, you, you know, when you're a kid, the amount of time you hear like, don't cry. Like, rah, rah, yeah, rah. Yeah. no, yeah. cry, cry out, like yeah. let it out. And, and also like, you know, this is just a tiny, like this is a speck of, nothing like compared to the things that's coming after that like mm. it's okay just let that go and if you feel that way it's okay like look at how you feel then learn from that and keep moving but if you don't know any of that as you grow up and grow up and grow up you bring all that baggage with you as yeah. an adult and you act like a kid yeah right i mean i act like a kid every fucking day but the difference is today I have the chance to realize that and then you know make the difference so yeah. it's, you know yeah. when i get rejected like today like it never feels good but i have like the the capacity today to just be like you know what it's 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 nothing and it, it reminds me of like uh the the big lebowski have you ever seen it i've never seen it no i need to see it's it. your opinion man it's like <laughs> It's just like <laughs> it's just it reminds dude, the big lebowski is is you know, top I can easily and anyone can fight me and I don't think anyone would fight me about that. It's top three comedy of all time. I've never seen it. I need to see it. Three. Top three of all time. Like no one will fight you about that. It's just incredible. But anyway, Carver Bafis is just your opinion, dude, or man or whatever, but it's always made me think of that. Like now like you know, you get rejected and you're like, well, it's just your opinion. You yeah. know, you don't like it, you know, whatever. I also have my, my output, like I've created my label, blah, blah, boom. If no one wants anything, boom, I can release it. Mm. You know, it, you know, you talk to, 
artists, uh, you know, we, 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 we let's just keep it in a realm of music, but you talk to a younger artists or other artists that don't even know, um, they don't have the knowledge of like, oh, you know, creating a label is so easy. Yeah. It's like, yeah. can create a label in five minutes, boom, 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 mm. socials, bam, you get a distributor for like close to fucking nothing. Yeah. And your music's out there. Uh, so many people don't know that, you know? And so you stay with all that music and all that things and all the, you know, and you just don't know because you got rejected by this because your music might be good, but you might not have the socials because maybe, you know, these labels only want to see numbers before they, they hear the quality um, or whatever, whatnot. And then it's just like, honestly, for me today, I like, you know, if someone doesn't want to track, Hey, like I've sent it to a few people. If they don't want it. I'm releasing it because yeah. I love the tune and it's, and equally as much as we love and we want these songs to do well, it's beside getting signed. Cause once you get signed and the song comes out, then you get the shit numbers. And that also is like, but what is a shit number? Like, there's always, this is the, the weird thing about shit numbers. Cause it, you I, know, it's the same thing <laughs> I was telling you about. Like you, you, you go harder than me, like on this thing. And then someone's going to go harder than you. Yeah. Numbers is the same thing for me. I'm not going to mention numbers because it's, it's, it's bullshit. But like, for me, this number is like equal success, you know, yeah. but for someone else, it's just like a hundred times less than that. Yeah. Or 10 times or, you know, and for someone else, it's like a million times more than that. Mm. If someone gets my numbers, they'll be like, okay, my, my career is shit, you know, which <laughs> like, is, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's really, it's, it's really but funny it's, because it's like, also those numbers change as your career changes. Yeah. And your and I can't speak for anybody else, but for me, like my numbers changed from the day of before starting my record label to starting my record label and to then also having records after that like it changes and i one of my friends she just recently released like her first ever record like as a pop singer kind of signed to like a a, a sister label from a major and her first record did like two hundred and fifty thousand streams and she was like pissed about it and i'm like your first record ever mm. ever 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 released on in the world no one knows who you are you have like two thousand followers on instagram and you've yeah. done two hundred fifty thousand streams i'm like that's fucking amazing it is like let's just say even that's fifty thousand people have listened to your record like yeah. four times that's yeah. insane it is like 50 if and if you if you put that those numbers in like yes i know all those 50,000 people aren't in one place but like if you put all those 50,000 people in one place that's a fucking stadium i know we always think about that right it's just like these not hey it's, it's a quarter of a million plays it's 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 incredible it's yeah. just like these numbers are nuts but if if you Okay, you're a pop singer, whatever, whatever. You're a pop in a sense of like, okay, this is what you listen to. Your peers are pop singers. Yeah. You yeah. constantly on Spotify listening to your peers, and then they all have billions. Mm -hmm. Billions. Yeah. Hundreds of millions, hundreds of millions, hundreds of millions. And then you do 250,000. Mm -hmm. You keep comparing yourself to that. Firstly, it's a 
it's a losing battle. And and to my from what I've learned, it's it's a losing battle, and also it's really the wrong war. Yeah, it's like why are you trying to be? Don't you know trying to get these numbers and be these numbers is not really what you should be making music in the first place. Well, I think that's the thing. Is like let's just use us for example, right? we release a record on the same day okay your record does better than mine i'm why would i be pissed that your record like i'm not pissed at you but why would i be pissed because realistically like i'm doing my career and you're doing your career yeah of course and it's two (laughs) two completely separate things it's two completely separate records. It's two completely se- separate opinions. And it's it's like, it's so, it's like, it goes back to that comparison as a thief of joy because it is so easy to compare nowadays because we yes, see numbers do. everywhere. We, we see, and like, we can, we all talk about our numbers because it's the thing that we kind of have to do to a certain extent, right? Like, if somebody sells that record, the first thing they're going to do is fucking Instagram it. Like if somebody's hit a million streams, it's the first thing they're going to do is Instagram about it. Like, which, 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 which is cool though. A million streams or 250. Sorry, I don't mean to stop you, but do you know what I mean? 10,000 streams. If you feel that you, it's a win. Talk about it. it. Be proud of it. And that's okay. Yeah, you know, I totally agree. It's the clout, or it's just you know, there's a bit of clout, and there's a bit of it's definitely ego, clout, and all that. But it's also it's okay to be proud of fucking Yourself. the things we work hard for. No one else is fucking saying it. No one else is gonna say it if a- you don't. Apart from your mum, or someone. Exactly. If if you got a mum that's like, no. and that's only if you got a mum that actually gives a fuck. But like, let's be honest. It's like there's nobody else in this industry in this world that's going to look at your numbers and go, Oh, well done, Mika. Well done. Will. like, because it's always like, what's next? What's next? What's next? How do we do that? How do we do that? Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, because it is just, well, it is what it is. Right. It is what it is. We can always break it down back to like, it is what it is. But at the same time, there is something wrong with that. To my opinion, mm. there is something wrong with, you know, I'm sure I can't remember all the, you know, all the podcasts and all the millions of chats we've had. There's always that thing of like, you know, it's, it, it's like the, the, the microwave shit. That mi- like, I feel like the way we make music mm. and you know, people just, consume so fast it's just microwave shit that's how i've been you know calling it so you can have microwave you know music and then people can treat it just like that and it's just like oh it's just the next thing let's get the next meal let's get the next there's never this thing of like dude holy shit you have worked so hard on that you've taken time you have learn your craft like mm. you've really went all the way in you made yourself come out mm. you you know of your shell of your studio you're all, all the way you that journey yeah is incredible whether it's one song or 100 songs you've done no one celebrates that no right. one celebrates that space it's just like 
it's not even like the start. It's just like really, it's just like okay, cool, yeah, great. Is next. it doing well? Yeah, great. Oh, you're doing awesome. It's doing mm-hmm. great. It's not doing well. Where's the next track? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yo, hey, I, I'm fucking. I'm not downloading some fucking you know, tech out splice, you know, fucking. I don't puzzle the music. You know, we writing. Maybe we should. <laughs> Trust me, don't even. I think I, I also, what, why, where do you think this has come from? Because it's not always been like this. I remember, and I will sound like a broken record, but like I remember back when I used to buy albums and or I'd make a CD for my car and I would listen to it over and over and over and over again. I'd listen. There's so many albums I bought when I was younger and listened to it over and over again and really just like appreciated that one album. Yeah. That doesn't happen anymore, really, personally, just on how we consume music or consume. I don't know. Are you talking about you or do you think people are talking about in general? I'm talking about in general. Because I think, yeah. I what, don't know. But I, I guess the only reason why I say that is because what you just said is like it's on to the next thing or it's doing well. It's yeah. like, did that happen before? I don't really know though. No, I think the thing is, I reckon the moment we had access through the internet to millions of everything, just, you know, like that whether it was like LimeWire and onwards, like yeah. it was just, it was, just, oh, you know, it, look, it's that, it's that thing. Christmas. Mm. All right. And then you're a kid and look, you can only have one present and you only get one and you're going to fucking cherish that present. Yeah. You're going to, you're, you're going to open it. You're, it's going to be a thing. You're going to keep it for, you know, it's that thing. Mm. Like, and then you have these Christmas where, you know, it's hundreds of fucking presents. And, and you know, you see the kids, they open that and they throw it on the side. And the yeah, next yeah, one yeah. Throw, it's the same thing. It's yeah, the same yeah. concept. Like, the more we get, like, you know, you go to a buffet, you're like, oh, man, like, I'm not just going to eat this thing. I'm just going to fucking, like, eat everything. I'm not even going to finish my plate because I'm going to eat this next thing as yeah. well because it's free because I can get it. It's just, it's all connected to the same thing. We just consume. We're we're like humans just want to consume. Yeah. That's it. That's what we do. And then we had access to all that music at once, suddenly, for free. Mm. Before, same, I sound like a broken record too. Like, I had to work yeah. to listen yeah. to music. Sure, it was on radio, and it's free, and MTV, and it was free if you had a TV, yeah. and yeah. things like that. But, you know... If I wanted an album, which I did, and I wanted all the music that I wanted, I had to work. Mm. Oh, and I had to make some money, go to the store, buy it, and then that was mine. And that meant something mm. more than just the music. That meant that I had spent time to get that, you know? Um, and the difference is... And, you know, I don't prefer before or after, you know... I, different. I've a lot For a long time, I've, like... I've disconnected from that. Today is today, and I love how fast I can get shit too. I don't want to sound like, you know, 
I love going on Spotify and just be like, oh my fucking God. Like every time I open Spotify, I'm like, this is endless. Yeah. I mean, I guess, no, it's not endless. There is an end, there's a beginning and an end of the amount of music they have on that, but still. You're not going to get through it in your lifetime. No, you won't. Yeah. And the amount of music I discover because of Spotify, it's, it's been like, for me, it's been incredible. Mm. Like it's just before, I used to dig and dig and dig and you find things, you know, you go to, you know, wherever you get to just, just those one and, and, you know, maybe you'll get that one. But now like, look, I love like, like African music, traditional stuff, like, blah, blah, blah. like I can go on Spotify and discover like this realm of music yeah. that, you know, that has like a thousand plays and, you know, 500 plays and these tunes are fucking incredible and blah, blah, blah. And some have more than that, but that I love, but, I think because of my background, I still cherish the music the way I consume it. Yeah. If you just were, you know, thrown into that from the get go and you can just get everything you want all the time, then, you know, it's a, it's a different approach, but the, the people, I mean, it's the, the other question is just like, why do we even care of what people, and I don't mean the consumers, I mean like the industry, the, you know, like why, why do we even care how people judge what we do musically, the journey? Why do I need you to tell me I did a good job? That's the real question. Cause really technically I shouldn't. I guess the, the, it, that's, I guess if you look at it, there's two ways to look at it, right? whether it's one on a business way business side of things or or the other on a emotional side of things because i guess talking business is you want the people at the top to like your music and they support it and then financially it becomes more lucrative for you yeah on the emotional side of it it's like yeah realistically it's it's just an ego thing like for me the music that i've been writing recently i know as much has has been less dj friendly yeah and less i know less djs will be playing my current records that i'm writing or releasing and that's something i just know because it's not what i was writing beforehand and it's much more vocal based and it's it's just not necessarily always club friendly it is music that's made for a certain time of the night or a certain show or whatever and i understand that djs aren't going to play that so i me releasing these these records i know that i'm not going to get the dj response that that i would have beforehand doesn't mean that djs don't like the records just means it just doesn't fit fit that also doesn't mean like you're not going to do an edit of it for your shows or Or where, or where, or you're just not going to play at your shows, and that's just for two different purposes, and that's that's fine. Or, like, that's, or, or that is the only time people get to hear it live is at my show because I get to play it. Yeah, but I, I, I think that it t- it took me so long, like to get that kind of ego of why aren't DJs playing my records, or yeah. I wish people would play my records. It took me so long to get that out of my head. Yeah, it was like, it's hard. It was it's such. Hard. It was such it's a thing hard. that I would, I would value success on. Yeah, and it. I know people play my records. I know people play your records. Yeah, the fact that somebody's playing your record 
unless someone's filming it and is willing to put it on Instagram and it blows up, it does fuck all for us, really. It doesn't exist. But yeah. it, I, I think as a DJ, is we look up to our peers and if some if we see somebody playing our records, yeah, that is that is somebody going. Well done, Mika. You did a good job there. Well done, Will. You did a good job there. It's patting your back. That's our. That's for me. Is my way of getting recognition. Oh, Carl Cox played my record. Laurent Garnier played my record. Like yeah. shit, like that. Like those are the things where realistically, actually, in the grand scheme of life, and if I told anybody about that, they'd be like, "Cool." Like didn't yeah. give a fuck. But like for <laughs> us, it's like yeah, wow. Yeah. Like no, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the the it's when you mentioned Laurent because that's I think about he. It's that kind of like almost that. I wouldn't say that number one thing, but he it's out there. Like for me, mm. if I send the music to him and he gets back to me and he's like in detail, like why he fucking loves it or don't, like I'm like I the what comes after that. Yeah, I don't really give a shit. Yeah, like if he gets it, it's that's because I've I've written it for people like him. Mm. Yeah, like and that's it's just you know we went to see these guys like I I, I was like a fucking kid like I re- I always remember like just being a kid and just, just going to see Laurent Garnier and just yeah. being like oh this dude is what the fuck. You know, and then to know that now they listen to our music and they play our music, it's just, it's, it's, it's surreal. You know, that's like, even like telling you the story, like it makes me feel like, yeah, man. And it is the ego, but it's also like the, the, the child that is just like, mm-hmm. you know, that is just like, did I do well? And, you know, and some, and it's like, yeah, you did well, you know, because yeah. even if like you have like the child, the, you know, the child have an ego, but it's, it's healthy though. You know, you want to know you did something good and it's important to remind, like I'm, I'm very generous with complimenting, Mm. you know, friends, family, like it's a thing. It's just like, yeah, sure. It's an ego thing that you, you know, I'm like, Oh, you know, love this about you or, you know, Oh, you look great today. But sure. You make someone feel good and you make the ego feel good, but Holy shit. That's worth a lot though. When someone had a shitty day, like a simple Mm. little thing. And I think there's a lot of shyness in people to share that kind of like compliment with, with each other, if that makes sense. I mean, I kind of like when you know I, I, I took another conversation here, but it's no, also yeah, important. It's it, it, it's all parallel. It's all parallel. It's that thing. It's like, but it's the paradox and it's the constant fight because I can go back to like, oh, you know, we don't give a fuck. It, it is what it is. Like you like my record, you don't. It is what it is. But if you like it, let T- me know. Tell me <laughs> <laughs> because that will make little you know Mika feel really good. Yeah, and it's just. It's a constant battle, man. It's just like the more you can detach and you be completely like, it's almost like it's this weird thing. It's like you make music, you know, music, and you detach yourself, and then you leave everything behind, and your life keeps going mm. without any of that. It's just like, and that's the most the most healthy. Because I used to be fucking hardcore, man. Like really fucking hard on myself, on others, on everything. When it comes to music, it's like ah, uh, and I'm I see the journey and I see where I'm at today, and it's it feels so much better today. So, so much. Better. Explain that in detail, because I'm 
bit more confused with that. So what what do you mean by that? Well, you know, like just being a snob. Okay, yeah. Start with that. Like just being a fucking snob. Like this is like this and has to be like that. And if you make this type of music, you know, if it doesn't fit this, you know, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like shut up. Like firstly, you sound like someone's just, you know, struggling and hurting. Old and bitter. Yeah. Yeah. And so you really need to like detach from that. But it's just also like, it's a tough one. I have grown up in an environment where, you know, the fucking music was insane. Yeah. You know, <laughs> whether I listen to rock, alternative, techno, house, drum and bass, name, name, you know, name all the genres I grew up with, hip hop, rap, written, yeah. everything was fucking insane. But I think also like, to counteract that, like you also grew up at the beginning, not the beginning, but like very close to the beginning of these eras. So it was so yeah. new as well. Yeah. Chips. Chips, fucking cauliflower chips. <laughs> free, baby. <laughs> yeah. No, it makes a difference because it was at the raw, the rawest, sorry, form of the music and yeah, of the genre it 100%. was just like just coming out of the cave it's so it was naive as well yeah raw and it was just like but i don't know like for rap for example or hip-hop that shit was there for you know way before already so it's just not like mm. you know i wasn't at the beginning of that so Otherwise, I'll fucking I'll have a cane to fucking walk in the studio right now. But it was just like, give it time, give it time, man. <laughs> next week, um, after hot it's yoga, it's like it's just. Um, I think there was less. Yeah, there was less, and then the the the, the um, devil's the, advocate, the, devil's advocate. Sorry to butt in, because there was less. Did you think it was better quality or do you think it was just less to actually to digest? Yeah, I think like it was it was probably easier to find the yeah. higher quality of music. Yeah. And then again, it's an opinion. Yeah, what you're totally. What I think is dope, you're going to think is shit, vice versa, mm. whatever, you know, but the saturation today made it harder for people to discover yeah, I think all the talents, but you know, but then again, before it's 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 you know, I think it moved like equally, and if you calculate the numbers in the sense of like before, sure there was probably less people doing it, but you didn't have the internet, no. you didn't have like the weights, you fucking had to bring your fucking CD to a record label at their shop yeah. or at the you know the office or whatever, and then. That alone was just impossible to get discovered. Yeah. Like to get discovered back in the nineties or and before, mm. holy, holy shit, that must have been like you know such a nightmare. So hard, so difficult, and so, so like so I think in our time, luck is so luck is everything for me personally. To a certain extent, there's a certain level of luck for everything. Yeah, back then, on another level of luck, like you listen to that Dr. Dre and Eminem story and how Dr. Dre found yeah. Eminem and you're just like, 
it was just Jimmy Iovine literally giving finding a tape in Dr. Dre's garage, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. putting it like the this the magnitude of there's two things it's just like there is luck and i believe in that and then there's creating your own luck and i also very much believe in that mm. and that means sure eminem one of the greatest of all time ever yeah genius of you know beyond just rap and hip-hop i would say he's just you know out culture. there just a culture just culture just as an artist, yeah. as just what he's done, could have completely just been missed mm-hmm. by just this much, yeah. maybe. But we'll never know. But also, I'm like, but would he though? Because he was so fucking good and he was already creating his own luck and he was already doing his own thing mm. and he was already the best in Detroit and he was already killing everybody and he was already da da da. That was always going to happen. He's already he was already creating his own luck. It was already happening. But you know, you never then know. There's do life. You? Yeah, you know, even though then there's life. Maybe he would have done it for another two years and be so broke, exactly. then he would have just got a job and yeah. another job to pay the bills, and then that's that. What ifs are anyway, amazing. The what? What ifs are amazing. Yeah, the wives. Like, I, you know, I guess also comparing those artists now that were around, that came out then, like realistically, if we're talking numbers and success through numbers, their numbers are nothing compared to what they used to be. And then you question, would they, if they came out now, would yeah. they be would it be as successful as it was back then? Because now there's more to digest and more to listen to. Well, it's hard to know. It's hard to know what an Eminem would be today because everyone's copied him. Exactly. The, 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 these, these artists are so big and they created so much culture and sound and influence. It's hard to know if the, it, you know, if M, it's impossible to even, it's a, it's almost like a broken, you can't say, oh, if Eminem, well, yeah, I guess if he came on the scene today and his style never happened and never, no yeah. one's ever been, yeah, he would still be. Do you think? Big. Do you think? I guess. I yeah, I guess. Because he's a fucking alien. Yeah. He like, and look, the, I talk about Eminem like I'm like a ginormous fan. You're I not. Actually, I'm not. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not. I love these, you know, some of his tunes, fucking, you know, but I always, you know, looked and Jesus Christ, like, wow. You know what I mean? But do I sit and listen to Eminem's album? I have never. Yeah. You just, you I have just... never, I, lo- I love some of the tunes, blah, 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 but some just really annoys me. Like, you know, this is like, you know, the... <laughs> I'm not going to mimic Eminem, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like he, 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 you know, I was more like, most deaf type yeah. quality and that kind of like you know you know i love the technical shit but i can only listen to that a little bit mm, yeah 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 that's the thing but, i guess thinking about it the the i'm not comparing them because i don't think they compare at all but like the modern day version of that is drake where he came out at a time when streaming was streaming and did something yeah. a little i don't know if he did necessarily anything different but he had his own thing and look where he's at now. So I guess, yeah. yeah, in answer to that, yeah, they would be as just as successful. I, th- I think, you know, 
It could be. Um, Drake doesn't sound like Eminem in any way, but no for way. example, yeah. you know, that's, I feel like, I feel like, um, fucking, um, oh my God, I'm blanking out. What's his name? Uh, like, you know, it's like, it's not Kanye. Um, Jay-Z. No, 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 Oh, my God. That is insane. Like, I just, I absolutely blanked out. One of the greatest rapper of all time today. Like, you know, from L.A. Oh. Oh, my God. Fuck. I've so got his album downloaded. One second. He is in, he, I can hear partly what, how he might have been influenced by Eminem, you know. And I've never read the articles. In him. Maybe he's already said it, but. Um, Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar, yeah. Yeah. So I do. Talking to me before 1 p.m. is not a good idea. I know, you just woke up 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, no. But, you know, I can feel how, you know, Kendrick is yeah. like a modern. Yeah, you're right. Kendrick is more than that, I would even say, without going too deep into it. But it's just like, he is an alien musically to me. It's just like, you know, I hear his music and technically, He's he is as technical as Eminem because I think we listen to most of us listen to either Kendrick or Eminem or technical rappers like that, and we're like, oh my god, so yeah. insane! And you know, maybe you go a little bit further and you really hear how insane they are, but compare, you know, the the math of the things they do. Yeah, yeah. But then you have a few people, very ha- a handful, that really understand mm. how on another universe they are on the writing side of things yeah. like it's just they they do shit they only they know what they've done you know and there's people there's people on youtube i'll send it to you there's people on youtube breaking down some of kendrick's like lyrics and phrases and numbers of things the way he did you know you're just sit down and you're like this is like uh what's that show it's like alien ancient aliens or some shit you know what i mean like the <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that show. <laughs> no, but like, I've heard of it though. Yeah, no, but it's it's like super cheesy, and this is like, and they were da 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 da, <laughs> and uh, here da da, and it's the same thing, like breaking down like Kendrick's like lyrics. Yeah, you know, he said nine here, and nine numbers later, it's this thing yeah. there, and then boom, 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 and you start looking at at the thing. It's it's actually, it's real. So they I- really. Go, they go deep, man. So I li- there's a podcast called Dissect on Spotify. Don't know if you've listened to it. I haven't, mate. So before I listened to this podcast, I didn't like Kendrick at all. Like mm. I was, there was something with the way he rapped would just really do my fucking head in because it wasn't always on time. And I'm really? like. Yeah, it was always like, not always, but in a lot of his records, he would kind of go out of time and like, it would just be super swung and like, just super like out yeah, there. Yeah, because you're, you're very Berlin. You, yeah. You, you struggle if it's not on the... Mate, I, on, I buy drum machines from Russia. Like... <laughs> it's not quantized. You're just, you're like, this is not for me, bro. Um, <laughs> and uh, I then listened to this podcast and 
what it does, it, it goes into real depth on certain people's albums and it goes through every single record, what the record's about, how it was produced, where the samples were from. And yeah, after listening to that podcast, I then went and listened again and yeah. was just like, okay, well, I get it now. And it took yeah. it took somebody to kind of explain it and explain everything behind the records and and then going like I I I, I genuinely did research on him because I didn't really get the hype, yeah. and it took me like that podcast. It took me in a couple of interviews with Zane Lowe. It took me a couple of interviews on on the on YouTube to be like, okay, I really get it now. And like, because I'm not from fucking LA, I'm not from Compton. I don't get all of what that what he's also talking about and rapping about. It's it's completely yeah. different culture to me. But then the technical side of it, I was like, okay, wow, this is really special. And yeah, yeah he is he is a genius, which then makes sense why he, Eminem signed him. Yeah. Listen, it's, he's out, he's, he's who, out there. Who man. do you think in the electronic world is that? Aphex Twin. Yeah. You know, Chemical Brothers. I mean, you know, it's, if you ask me today, I don't know because, because I'm not knowledgeable enough. Mm. I used to dig a lot more than I, I am today. Mm. I used to listen to a lot more electronic music than I am today. And so that makes a difference. You yeah. Know? Like, like, who do you think today is like a genius? For, like that? for me, like Maceo, Maceo Plex for me is yeah. somebody that I. But Maceo is still, I would consider him, he is completely here today, but I mean, as. I feel I'm saying like the the newer like, generation, like new. Yeah, I guess I would. I don't know because I I I don't. It goes back to what we were saying. I don't think artists are writing records. No, this is massively wrong. What I'm going to say, but this is just my experience in the scene yeah. that I'm in that we're in. I don't feel like artists are writing records to be consumed in a way that we used to consume records that I would be like, wow, this is insane. Like yeah. a Kendrick album, like a Chemical Brothers album, like a Faithless album, like an Aphex Twin album, like where I would listen to something all the way through from start to finish and understand it. Like I thought when like Dirty Bird, early Dirty Bird, I honestly thought they were like Justin Martin for me personally is a fucking genius producer. Yeah. Like I've been yeah. in the studio with him. I listen to his records and I'm like, I could never do that. Like yeah. there, there's certain artists that I couldn't be like, okay, yeah, I could make that record. And then there's certain artists that I'm like, nah, just, there's just no way in earth just because I don't know how their brains work. And I've been in the studio with Justin and his brain just works in the most weirdest way, which then allows him to create the music that he creates. Yeah. Um, so I don't know who, th who that is now a days. I'm, there's definitely people out there. I'm just not consuming. Yeah, it's the same. I'm not That's consuming the music in the same way. And yeah. I think I, I'm also glad I'm not to a certain extent because I think yeah. it would take it away from what I'm trying to do. Yeah. 
that's the same thing with me. I, 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 you know, before Spotify for a solid, I'd say six years, if not more, I've stopped listening to music. Yeah. What? Listening to music at all? At all. Yeah. I had like a gap in my life where I was not listening to music. Mm. I was only focusing on writing it and you know, sure, I probably hear a thing here and a thing there. Yeah. But it was pretty insane because I didn't want to be influenced by anything. Mm. I just wanted to make what comes out of me from, and by, you're always influenced by something, totally. but outside of music, I mean, you know, I didn't want to be influenced by music. I just, I wanted to be influenced by other things. And then, um, I've missed on so much shit, like some, you know, yeah. insane stuff during that time. Um, and but today, I'm, today I listen to some stuff, but you know, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't. When I start a track, I don't listen. You know, I don't like, I don't like going like, oh, let's make a track like this, or let's make a track like yeah. that. Or let's, you know, it's not really the thing I do, but it's. It's good to be able to. It's good to, you know, I think sometimes to be, to have a, some, you know, to have a direction and to feel like, oh, let's make something. And I think there's a difference between let's make something just like that yeah. and let's make something that Feels is in like the same this. feel yeah, yeah, of that. Yeah. You know, it's two separate things. I, and also, to be fair, you'll be always like, oh, even if I, in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm going to make like a club banger or I'm going to make this or I'm going to make something super chill and then I start making it. It's got nothing to do with anything I thought I was going to make. Totally. Nothing completely on the other side it just starts that feeler in in my brain in your brain i think when i'm writing with other people when when i'm in a session and i'm kind of like directing the session i'm like okay guys like what do you think about this what do you think about this record what do you think about this born date record what do you think about this jacks jones record what do you think about this like what's kind of tasting your fancy right now yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's how I direct a, a studio session. But when it's for me, like, I honestly, I haven't sat in the studio and and just tried to write a record in a very long time by myself. Do you want to answer a text, maybe? Sorry? Do you want to answer a text? I thought you were playing with your phone. No, no, I'm not playing with my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, mum. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the sugar is in the cupboard. <laughs> no, I'm play- I, I, I play with these little foil things. Uh, um, yeah, like I I don't think, I can't remember the last time I sat in the studio and had a blank slate and just was like, let's go. Oh, really? I, mate, honestly, I don't. This year, I definitely haven't. Well, what do you mean? Like you don't start from explain that. Cause what do you mean? Like everything that I'm working on at the moment is starts from a writing session that I've done with vocalists, um, where we've written something and then I'm going to use, I'm, I'm going to go, go and flip it in the studio or yeah. I've started a collab with somebody and, I'm just going to finish that. Yeah. It's never been like me sat down in the studio twiddling my thumbs and going, what the fuck am I going to make today? 
Yeah. And it's thinking about that, that's actually wild that I haven't done that this year, but I I really yeah. haven't. That's mad. Yeah. <coughs> but I'm I, mean, I, I I also went through a stage of like why well, I know you know this, but like I'm just not wanting to write. I think after COVID, like I just didn't want to write club records. Didn't yeah. want to write. Like I was like, I don't know what to write because I wrote so much during COVID. I was like, I don't have anything else to write in me. I don't, I don't, there's, there's nothing that's giving me that, that in like, what's the word? Um, inspired. In, yeah. Inspiration. Yeah. And it was literally today I went on Beatport because I went on Beatport uh, last weekend and I was talking to Ryan and I was like oh, man this is this is a struggle like I just couldn't find anything that great yeah. and I dug a bit and dug a bit and then today I went on there and dug deep and found yeah. some sick shit and it was yeah, only been it's, to, it's only been today that I'm like oh I want to write some I've had, club I've, stuff I've had the same thing forever yeah. and there's a new section I don't know when they added it there's a new genre they added um, I can't. I don't know if I can look while I'm talking to is you. It, but... Is it called trance? <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to people who love trance, but I fucking hate it. <laughs> uh, what? Which one is it? Um, you, mate, the the ARP you sent me the other day was the most trance ARP I've ever heard in my life, and you put that in a record. Come on. No. Nah, 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 nah. Come on. That's not what I considered. That's Armin not. Van Buren put that in a record at one point in his life. <laughs> <laughs> I love ups. Like, that's it. Like, I love ups. But does that mean I fucking love... Um, I wonder if it's... I think it's called Bass and Club. Bass oh, okay. slash Club. And it's basically all the shit they don't know where to put it. They put it in this. <laughs> like, you know, all the UK shit that is just like... I mean, look, like the top 10... Fred again, Jamie XX, Joy Orbison, oh uh, yeah, uh, Pearson Sound, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, right? It, it just keeps like, and so this I was listening to that. Was it good? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I found a lot of tunes. Found a lot of tunes to actually play in my set in there, which is not some of them. are not even bass. They're just hybrid. They don't know what the fuck to call that, and mm. then it goes in there. Um, but come back to ops. I fucking love ops. I love and trance. It's it's not one sound. And also, I love trance. I love the idea of trance music. I like the old like. I don't like electronic trance music. Yeah. I like chants. Like you know, <laughs> being around fire and then everybody's singing the same thing and you get into a trance. I love that shit. But yeah. I don't like the fucking pads. <laughs> the, the, I love pads too, but I don't like it when it's like I just I don't even know how to break down a trance record. It's just like it's awful, man. It's awful. It's awful. It this is going to be the race. clip of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just. It reminds me when I used to go raving, and then you know there was that room that literally was like the devil, like we would never go in there. Cause every time I, I step in there, I'd feel like absolute shit. Yeah. Mind you, I was high as fuck, no doubt, but it would still make me feel a certain way. And I guess 
it stayed with me over the years, even though I haven't done like, you know, hard drugs. Yeah. Well, mushrooms, yeah. but you know, I don't, I don't consider that drugs. I don't consider yeah, that drugs. You're from LA. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Well, it's, 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 uh, the trance room has always made me feel like, Ugh, what the fuck is that? I'm, and I go back in the fucking like hardcore acid core room or like, you know, the fucking GABA. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, GABA's fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I love GABA. I used to play anymore, but oh, I, fucking I still hate love it. it. The idea of what it is, but I, I don't listen to that. Lil Texas is the king of GABA. And I love Little Texas. Oh what? my god! What? It's thunder. I haven't heard thunder in LA in <laughs> million years. That <laughs> <laughs> fucking bomb exploded like next to my house. But anyway, um, yeah, Little uh, Texas. But little, but man, he's dope. He's a G. I love, <laughs> I love him so much. He's dope. I've told this story so many times, but I was at a wedding and he was there. Yeah. And it was a fancy dress wedding and he was dressed up as a little Texas. I didn't know him as little Texas then. It was just, I was just like, okay, we're in, it was in, we we're in Austin. I was like, yeah, it makes sense. He's just trying to be a cowboy. Yeah. And then I found that out who, he, then I found out who he was. What were you dressed as? Peaky Blinders. Did you? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, the hat and everything. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. I haven't seen the last season yet. Oh, mate, it's so good. I know. You know, it's, 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 I don't know what, is it the last season? Is it, is it one more after that? It's the last season, but I think they're doing a long form. Oh, okay. So they're doing like a, a film afterwards, I think. A lot of them are doing that now. There's it's, a show I was going to tell you to watch, and I forgot now. But anyway, but yeah, there's. I need to. I need to watch. Uh, I need to watch that season. And I always feel when it comes to things like oh, I'm so fucking weird, man. When there's shows, when I really, really, really love them, it happens. Like, I don't watch the last episode. Why? I don't. Because you don't want it to end. Yeah, I don't want it to end. That's so weird. It's so weird. It's the same thing with Peaky Blinders. I'm not, I know. I I know it's there. It's in my list, and I'm not watching it. And I, I'm like, fuck. I can relate to that about Chef's Table. I waited for. Sh- I'd wait, wait to watch a new series of Chef's Table. Is that a- the best cooking show? One hands down. Okay, because I'm I'm watching the like a terrible one right now, and I need to. What's it called? It's it's the Gonga Ramsey one. Oh, it's awful, favorite. awful. Well, Chef's table. Shit. You'll love Chef's table because it's there's actually a French one. There's a Chef's table France. Yeah. And but it's not what about. Sorry. What are you trying to say? Well, it's uh, all you know, in French. Like it's all, it's all in French, so you'll be able Magnifique. to understand it. But if whatever you just said, Taras. <laughs> um, but like the way they shoot it, it the it's not a competition. It's just a way to kind of. Do you need to answer your text? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh, um. No, it was the way it's shot is just so beautiful, um, and the way it's about. Yeah, just watch it. It's my favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite show. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, no, I love it. I love it. I watched the one. Um, there's a fun one. It's it's the um, 
it's the one with the platform that goes up and down. You've seen that one? Probably. It's, oh, you would know. It's like. Oh, uh, that, yeah. See, see, that's like a cooking competition show. It's a cooking game show. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like Chef's Table is not, it's not. Can you remember the resident advisors, the behind the beats where like they'd, it, they'd follow artists and it would be just kind of about their life. And it no. would. Oh man, those were amazing resident advisor shows. Yeah. I at the beginning of my career I watched a Martinez excuse me. I watched a Martinez Brothers one over and over again. And it was just like shot really artistically and really like cool and the story behind it was amazing and all of that. And yeah, it's the chef's table is the same. It's not it's not a competition, it's not about anything apart from the art of the chef yeah and the the way what is it on uh, in netflix, america netflix oh dope yeah. yeah i watched that yeah it's it's insane like i don't know i wish there was more of that type of shows on other things because this it's just amazing like the way the person shoots it is just so artistical and the music behind I think I think it's Max Richner that does the music for it as well, who's like one of my favorite composers as well. And yeah. but yeah, it's they've just bought a pizza one out. So it's like I think it's like six episodes of just talking about pizza chefs. Oh yeah. And then oh, and then the first episode is on a in a pizza place in Arizona and I was there like two months ago. And it's yeah. just like I think because you can go to these restaurants. And yeah. you can like actually see the people. Like, we went to uh, you know Ivan Rahman in New York. Yeah, that oh, he's that he's that. got one on on Chef's table. I see. And like he sat there in the corner, and like I, it might be because I absolutely love food and I like idolize chefs and things like that. But like, I like it's. I remember going to to Ivan Rahman by myself, and Ivan Orkin was in the corner, and I yeah. was too scared to go and say hi to him say what's up yeah we talked about this before and it's just like i'm as bad as you i don't get starstruck but i also get really shy mm. like and it's it's um you know someone massive could step in the room and i'd, I'd be like what's up like yeah. hi hi you yeah. know but and on occasion, would I get up and, you know, I told mm. you the, the, I was on the plane recently with, uh, Bill Burr. Yeah. It's mad. And it was, it was just behind me. And yeah. it was, I was just like, I was shitting it, man. I was shitting it. I was just like, I, I really want to say hi, which mm. is such a weird, I really wanted him to know how much I love this particular show of his or yeah. whatever. I would just say hello and take a picture like a fucking fan. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Didn't I just, just just shitting it, you know? And he was super cool, you know. And I'm sure that chef would have been super cool. Otherwise, 100%. he wouldn't be in the corner. One hundred percent. He wouldn't be there. He wouldn't be there, you know, in his restaurant. You know, he's not gonna be like fuck off. Yeah, like yeah. imagine, like <laughs> it would just, it would make sense. Um, nah, man, it's it's. What uh, is that? What's that about? Which which what, part? Why the do? We, yeah, where does that come from? Insecurities, man. Rejection, rejection, yeah, circle. yeah, yeah. Circles. rejection. It's just like that person's gonna be like, "Fuck off," yeah, like, like, damn, like, but you have 
realistically, you have one chance out of a hundred that that person is going to say that. Mm. That's going to tell you to fuck off. Like you got ninety nine percent chances, like that they're going to be cool, or at the very least, be like. You know, they might not be in the best of moods, but they're still going to acknowledge you, which yeah. is enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know to my tiniest level when, you know, I'm at a festival, I just played or whatever, you know, you see some fans. Um, and, you know, some of them maybe will come. Uh, you, you know, we were together the last uh, you played downtown, right? Mm, yeah. And we're together yeah. and then in a way you're more recognizable and you know than me in in that sense but every you know i know it's a fucking nightmare to walk around with you at shows yeah, it's yeah. like you, know, you get stopped every fucking step i just need to shave the beard that i think about that often maybe too often <laughs> and, then, and then and then like you know so when the fans come to me and they're like let me take a picture i'm I'm always one million percent like, dude. Of course. Fuck, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do it. Um, and you know, and they're like, oh, we didn't know if you know, we should cut, you know. And then I'm like, I relate because I'm the same. Like, 100%. when there's someone else I want to yeah, take a picture yeah. with or just say hello to, uh, and I'm thinking, well, if they're like me, they don't give a shit. Yeah. Like they're like, yeah, of course, let's do it. But you just never know. Well, it's also, also, sorry, just to finalize that, it's also respect of space. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's like Bill Burr on that plane. Like, I told you when I was telling you, I go up and I was like, should I do it? Should I? And as we, you know, we landed and I was like, in my head, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Should I do it? And I'm going to do it. And we stood up. You know, 12 people just went on him. Like, oh, Bill Burr, Bill Burr. And I was just like, shit, like, that space, you know, yeah. that's his own space, and people just don't really respect that. Yeah, right. It's just like you're Bill Burr, you belong to us, you know, in that sense. But if it was only one person, but I would have been part of that, whether you're one person or not. It gets deep whether you should do it or not. Should you just let the people have, you know, that person have their own space? They might not want to fucking say hello to you today. They just landed. They want to get their shit and go. Go see their family. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's also the thing is I've listened to like I listen to Rogan podcast and they talk about it quite a lot when like they're with their families or they're having dinner or there's oh, yeah. there's like a time and a place and I think oh, like of course if you with your family there's no fucking chance I'm gonna come to you there's <laughs> <laughs> no chance you with your kids yeah hey bro like, yeah like, oh. but I think that's the thing is some people are such such fans that they have to. And they, yeah. I think all boundaries kind of step out of that, which yeah. I guess I don't agree with, but I also understand to a certain extent. Like, look at like, you've, have you seen the Billie Eilish documentary on Apple? No. It's really no. interesting. And she's like the biggest Justin Bieber fan. And, oh, yeah. I've and, seen this. And like, man, it made me cry fucking bad. But like the first time she actually ever met Justin Bieber was like just after she headlined um, Coachella. Yeah. And like we we don't realize the impact that he had on her life. Right. And I think that's the same with everybody. Like we we don't know. Like let's use Bill Burr, for example. Right. We don't know what impact 
he had on somebody's life. Yeah. They they have to go up and say something. They have to, no matter what. Like it could be the end of the world. The plane could be fucking fucking falling down. They have to. Yeah. And it's it's I guess it's it's just interesting how everyone's different. But like seeing seeing that Billie Eilish documentary, I was like, I get it now because like if if there wasn't Justin Bieber, we wouldn't have a Billie Eilish. Yeah. Well, it would be a different version. A very different version. Yeah, a bit different version. But I think... Fucking hell, it's raining. Oh, my God. It's so weird. Mate, you need, to go and out, you need to go outside. It is, never happens. No, no, no. No. <laughs> it's raining. But it, <laughs> it's... Uh, it's... Um, it's I, I still feel like a lot of us... All of us, we all need to learn about boundaries. Boundaries is everything. Boundaries. And it's hard because your boundaries are not my boundaries. Yeah. There's no they're not clear. It's all very transparent. Mm. So but you know, whether it's like to go and say hi to your favorite artist or anything else, it's just like we have we have not been taught growing up about boundaries you know sure people some some lucky ones have yeah. been taught some boundaries and i mean healthy ones and again whatever the fuck that means you yeah. know what is the you know it's going to be different for each person but you know it's just like you djing you know i i my favorite time of djing is when i have when i when i used to have my other projects like i'd often have 20, 30 people on stage, literally on my shoulders. Like, yeah. you know, like I loved that, Same. you know, but then you would go up, you know, you just came back from Australia. Australia was the worst, the absolute worst when it came to boundaries. Like the amount of shows I did in Australia where like some random dude would just either sneak on stage and try to touch the turntable or, you know, be in my face and be like, you know, trying to fake DJ, air DJ, shit like that. These are the, like, boundaries, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's different. It's, you are now in the disrespectful yeah. side of, like, you know, even if you're, obviously these guys, they're not fans. You're just like, just trying, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's just, I think it's important just to, you know, to have some boundaries like they we could go forever and that and there's more examples, but it's also really interesting though, because we're asking people to have boundaries in situations where they're off their tits all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's also uh, like those boundaries we I I don't know, like I haven't been drunk in a very long time, but your boundaries do go out the window, but you still know right and wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, no, it's, I think it's, that's it. It's, it's, you can't really compare, but a good example is it's like, okay, you're drunk as fuck and that's your excuse. Yeah. You're on a yeah. plane. Are you going to, you know, <laughs> go all the way to the pilot and be like, bro, <laughs> yo, left, right, yo, hey, oh, <laughs> in their face while they're fucking like, you know, you're, you're going to be like, you know, it's, but, 
so that job is you know is more we have to respect that job more than that and yeah. i mean surely yes yeah i would say yes surely respect the pilot more than the dj no doubt but uh you know it's it's tough man but it's it's good to i think it's good to think about these things and I, i'll be honest like in, in, in america it's it's been i've been really impressed mm. most of the time when I moved to America, like I came from like the UK scene where it's like, it was, you know, more elbows and it's just darker, you know, no fluff. And well, I think even as- like just for people to kind of get a correlation of that, everyone's talking about it, but like, look at, look at the Fred again, boiler room set. Like that for yeah. me is like UK and yeah. like on a tame level. Yeah. No, that's that's that. But I mean, I you, I have been to for years going to some some raves, depending on the types of music too. I think, you know, you go to a drum and bass night, you get to an yeah. early dubstep yeah. night, you get another. The vibes are different. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like you're only here to dance, and you're only here to get fucked up, and you're you're not here to make friends, yeah. and you're not, you know, there's this. You already have your crew, yeah, yeah. and it's that's it. You know, it's kind of very like limited in that sense. And then you arrived, I arrived here and everything was, you know, I, when I arrived here, it was like candy and people were peace and this and that. And at first I found, I, I thought it was absolutely cheesy. And I was yeah. like, what yeah. the fuck is this? You know, originally. And then it grew on me and really tilted the whole thing on the other side for me where I'm like, do you know what? When I go to a festival, I'd much rather have that. Yeah, I love yeah. the, you know, camaraderie. Maybe everyone's fucked up and they love each other because they're fucked up or not. But there is like the word is out there that this is what it's for. Yeah. And I really love that, you know, but I do miss the mud and stuff like that. The whole the candy thing. I just can't get my head around. I, I think it's almost it's 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 gone. And no, nope. nope. got done. Exists. I got done the other day. Yeah, 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 no, I still get it. I'm getting <laughs> a lot less than it used to be. A lot less than it used to be. I'm always like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. It's, uh, I, can't, I can never remember, but it's the plur thing, right? Yeah, it's, it's peace. Plur. I don't know. Yeah, plur, it stands for something. <laughs> peace, love, unity, and something else, and respect. Yeah. Peace, love. There you go. Yeah. It's cool. Like, the concept's oh, cool, but like. But need though these are the real things we need <laughs> yeah well and then it's like it's like that I, and yeah then, and then the thing all i can do is this <laughs> oh that one that one <laughs> yeah that's the one that's the one yeah but, it's that's yeah, the one right. like i i agree i agree it's i i think the first raves that i went to was all drum and bass parties because that's what all my mates would listen to growing up <laughs> And they were definitely different, different times. Oh hell yeah, man! But I, but I also, yeah, America's just different. Everywhere's yeah. different. Like South America is different to America. Um, Ibiza is different to every like everywhere's different. Yeah, it's, it's, different vibes. Yeah, it's it's weird. I think it also depends on the music. Yeah, it really does. It really really does. Like, it's. I th- I feel 
you see some footage from the 80s, like the disco nights and stuff like that. People were having a fucking blast. Yeah, I wish yeah. I wish it was like that now. Yeah. I wish know. it was. Yeah, but you had to... But it's the same thing, though. People looked wanted to look their best, dance their best, listen to the best music, you know. Um, I guess it's kind of the same today, too. They want... Maybe we don't like the the same clothing, or maybe we, do, you know, it's completed. But people want to dress the way they want. Well, I think like sexualization. Let's be honest. Like, going to be real here. Like most, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't speak for most people, but like going out to a party, you're trying to impress everybody around you, right? Yeah. Not, and I don't mean that like directly, but like you want to look your best. Yeah, And you have your own intentions why you want to look your best. Whether that's to make yourself feel better or whether that's to get attention from guys or girls, like whatever that is. But fashion back then, you wore different things to get that attention compared to now. It's you don't you wear different things or you wear less like. Yeah, but that's the difference as well. Like what I what I do love about. America compared to France or even the UK. Like, I don't know how it is in the UK today because, you know, but a girl here at a festival or, you know, anybody could just be like pretty much topless if they want to. And it's not going to be sexualized like, like, like it is in France or like it would be in the UK. I don't think it's like that in the UK. It's not? Nah. So you could just be topless at a show and it'll be fine. Yeah, I think it's less sexualized in the UK than it is in America. Really? Personally, yeah. I I, I personally think UK is more sex-friendly than America. Okay. I feel like as... Yeah, that's, that's my views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like we we talk about sex openly more. We, I feel like we maybe I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I'm talking about a festival. Yeah, so, you know, not outside of the music. Like I'm, I mean, like I think yeah, I think festivals is about the same. Because I tell I'm you what, thinking. in France, like maybe it's changed, but holy shit, you could not have a girl. You know, I mentioned just that in particular. Yeah. You could have a girl being topless and just be in the festival. She'll yeah. be harassed, like, straight away. Mm. You know? Yeah, from what I've seen this year in festivals, it's very similar to America with what people are wearing. So, I mean, I think yeah. people should wear what they want. I think that's the whole point of the culture for me. Yeah. And I think that's where it gets lost a little bit, and, and I struggle with that. Well, like yeah. God, like you've got the same. God knows how many female friends go to a club and don't actually want to go to the club because they get fucking touched up by dudes left, right, and center. That's right, and it's just That's fucking right. gross. And that um, that uh, what is that fucking um, festival? Fucking uh, the uh, Netflix documentary. The mate, yeah. our brains today. Yeah, pretty bad. But um, Woodstock '99. Uh, Woodstock 99, yeah. Have you or watched ni- that? Or 96, yeah. It's fucking gross. On all, on all sorts of levels, but there's that, that, that scene where, you know, the girl's topless and yeah. 
there's so much go- it, it's just it's dark mm. dark yeah it's I dark. really I really struggle with things like that with watching stuff like that it really I generally turn it off like anything it's- like the Michael Jackson documentary I I couldn't watch all of it I was like I know that he's a, I know that he's a fucking gross guy let's not listen to it the same with the Jimmy Savile stuff I watched about half an hour of it I was like I can't do it anymore just like yeah. I there's <clears throat> there's I just think it's like especially in the culture that in in the dance electronic music culture like I can't really speak for any other genres because I've not been part of them but like the whole point of it is to escape reality for me and it's to be able to give people the like safetyness to be themselves of who they want to be and who they can't be in everyday life. Yeah. And I think when somebody wants to be, wants to dress up, wants to wear whatever, wants to be whoever they want to be. And then by them doing that, it gets sexual sexualized or somebody feels like they can touch somebody just because they are not wearing it. It just fucking grosses me out. If I'm honest, it's that I just don't, I don't get it. Well, it's 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 upbringing, it's it's communication, it's you know like this absolute not fucking excuses, but it's like we you know wherever we are at today, we gotta keep communicating mm. as soon as like you're four years old and or three or whatever, like you start to understand something, like you need to your family needs to tell you how it is. But I think your you friends know? need to tell you as well. Like, like, friends too, but you choose your friends, and you don't always choose your friends in that sense. But I mean, like, you're often could end up in a group of friends that are not the best group, and you're going to do the same shit, even though you don't maybe deep down want to do things, and you end up doing it again. Not an excuse, but I think it's all communication, learning, yeah, and also just like at school, mm. like you need to learn at school, like, and maybe to do today. I don't know, but like definitely when I was at school, no, like, you know, four, five, six, seven years old, like you don't learn like respect, no. you know, in that, again, space, you know, like boundaries, all that stuff you don't learn. Like you have no fucking idea. And depending how it is at home, you know, we, I grew up in an environment, like old school environment, you know, it's old school, everything's old school. So it's just kind of like, you know, you don't communicate, you know, yeah, male dominated and da 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 It's just kind of like, you know, there's got to come out of that. And I think the kids today needs to learn as soon as possible that this is how it goes and this is how respect works and boundaries and all that. And then as you grow up as an adult, you know, and express yourself and call people out yeah. and you know all that stuff you have to like if something happens to you to, in front of you you can say hey that's you can't do that that's just you know and then you share and you call someone out and then as you get uh, become an adult it's already like who you are now like you've learned from the get-go the seed's been planted you know all these information you have the tools i always say that it's that's the difference mm-hmm. you either have the tools or you don't makes a huge difference, huge, humongous difference. But I also think, I, I agree with you to a certain extent, but I also think you still know what's right and wrong. Deep down inside, 
No. Yeah, I, 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 no, I don't agree. I don't agree. I think if you grew up in an environment where you saw something and you think, well, this is how it is, then, you know, moving on, you just do it. And this is just all you know. This is how it is. There's no... And yeah, you're going to have that one person that's going to maybe feel, you know what? Like, that doesn't feel right, you know? And some are just going to fucking just do it because that's all they know, you know? And that is not an excuse. That is as, as fucked up that whether you know you don't, you should know, and you get you old enough now to fucking know this is wrong. Well, it's also you're old enough to you're when you're an adult, you're old enough to go find out. And I feel like if you're blinkered, if you're blinkered, and, and this may just be me, kind of, I don't know, I don't know what it is I'm doing, but like I feel like there comes a point when, as an adult you know what's right and wrong and you should well, know what's right and wrong and if you don't then you should, you should but but environments are very different for everybody we don't we don't all have this the same environment i agree but i i'm just i'm kind of like generalizing let's just let's just say we're talking about a club environment right you you're going like totally like cultures countries like everything's different how people are right like what will what goes down in spain won't go down in america that's just a fact like just different cultures to have different things but like if you're in a modern if you're if if you're in america and you go to a club and like, I it, I'm just strugg- I'm just struggling to even talk about it. No, no, but you can you can talk about it. I don't want to cut you off. But just a sec, but it's I think you're generalizing too much. Yeah, maybe. And there's one thing I can't do is just like talk about America. I can't talk about America. You can't talk about America. It's just like I always have the same conversation with everybody about America. It's, America is ginormous. Yeah, yeah. It's like us saying, "Well, you know, what goes down in Europe doesn't go down in." That's this too America. You know, yeah. all the states, all the people. The what kind of club we talking about? You know, why do why do people feel like they can go to a club and spike someone's drink? No, I totally agree. Yeah. They, they, you know, they yeah, should know what's still wrong and what's right. You should obviously know this is beyond wrong. But people still do it. Mm. Therefore, there is a disconnect to what's completely wrong and, you know, what you should not be doing, what you should be doing. And so what's that disconnect? Lack of information, grew up in a certain environment. And, uh, you know, the, the list is long, but it's not about an excuse or not. Like, it's really moving forward how we're going to start from the get-go to learn and teach like the kids how it is to behave in you know in in uh in life yeah boundaries respect self-love all that stuff man it's just like the basics that just really makes the ginormous difference if you learn self-love as a kid and you learn you learn how to be kind to yourself 
you're not going to come out as an adult and just be destroying people's life. You're yeah. just going to be kind to yourself. You're going to be kind to others. It's, it's, it, there's, you know, yeah, maybe there is one, like there's chemicals and other like illness that might just triggers other things. And, you know, we'll have one example, but the basics, we have not done that for the kids. We have not like only a certain amount of kids got the basics of like self-love, understanding boundaries and all that stuff it's it's strange that we that we don't do that we don't because because there's a lack of communication it's a lack of transparency and a in communication and and also i can only take my example there was no communication in my family yeah right and then i grew up came out of that not knowing how to behave like a lot of different sense of like towards myself mm. alone like the, the the you know understand having the tools i keep saying that it's just like it's so hard man it's so like it's so hard when you don't have the tools but yeah. when you do and you realize how easy it is it's just that's that's the beautiful you know the beauty of it um but i'm sure at school they do it now they must have more you know, whether you, not curriculums, but like section, you know, I'm sure they did it today. They must be like, yeah, I, not, I th- not enough, but I think, I think generally in schools, like therapy and everything like that is just way more available in certain situations, which I think builds into that growing a better human being. Yeah. Which then realistically, grows a better community and a healthier community 100% 100% it's it's huge it's huge the, the the impact of understanding yourself is just so huge mm. and i say that in the sense of like not to sound like selfish where it's just all oh, understand you and others no it's not that you need to really it's cheesy but it's you do need to understand yourself before you can understand anyone else yeah, because I guess then otherwise you're then projecting everything, all of your traumas from whatever, wherever in your life is all going to that other person. 1,000%. Whether that's a friendship, whether that's a relationship, whether that's your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever. Like yeah. m- management, agent, like everything. It all yeah. comes back around to all, every single relationship involved. It's tough. It's hard, man. It's hard. And it's, 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 and we are lucky that we have some tools yeah. and we can, we can oh, dude, things. I'm so lucky. <laughs> like yeah. I, I remember like as a kid, like we would all have family dinner every night, like every single night of the week. And like, it would be like, that was our airing of, what pissed us off in a day like if my sister fucking did my head in if if mum and dad annoyed me like or if i'm struggling with something at school or i'm being bullied or whatever like that that was always done at the dinner table yeah and like if we had like family issues we'd all discuss it at the dinner table. And then when the dinner table was gone, we'd all be, we, we would have been laughing about it or crying about it by the end of it. And, yeah. and like, I'm so, I, I know I'm so lucky. It's, it, it, yeah, it's huge. Yeah. I it's was, huge. I know I'm so Imagine, 
you either have that and you unpack every night or you have the opposite where you can't say a word yeah and you pack for decades like you pack and pack and pack and pack and pack like you know there's there's always there's always really more or less two roads like of your decisions right it's just kind of like you know you got an example and then you take it with you that's your new you know, information and you go out there, you're either going to do the same or you're just not, you're going to realize this is not what you're supposed to do. But sometimes when it's forced, almost force fed on you, you are going to do the same thing, whether you you don't even think anymore, whether it's, it's, it's good or bad. You don't look at it like that. It's all, you know, and that's what you do, you know? And, and naturally sometimes you go the other way. Yeah. Like, you know, and I, I know like I home like looking back, like there was a lot of things that I went the other way because I just didn't understand it. I just didn't understand. Mm. But it comes to communication and commu- you know, that's that's priceless, man. If anything, that's that's all I would have wanted to have. Like mm. anything else. Like it's just you know, it's it's okay. It's a sec it's secondary. Just understanding things is just you know staying in the dark, not understanding what you do wrong or right is 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 pretty like a dangerous place to be. How do you implement that in your life now, though? Um, I, I mean, you know, I like to be kind to others. I, it, yeah, but I honestly, like I've known you. F- for fucking how long I've known you for a long time now and you've always been that kind person like I don't think that's ever that's not just came upon yourself no it's not work I I don't think I'm kind by you know because I worked on it yeah but I I I mean look like what what like a like a lot of kids. When I was really younger, I got bullied by this one kid yeah. for one year or two years. I can't remember. And then came out there. I went to another school, blah, blah, blah. and I started to bully this uh, this mm-hmm. kid that was older than me. Um, that's like and on the side of that, like I was always like a I'm sure a kind kid and helped and held the door and help you with your baggages and da 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 and boy 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 do you need help for this or whatever but I still go to school and and then you know if that kid was there and say a word that I didn't like and it triggered something in me I'll bully him yeah, right yeah. that's because I've been bullied and because that's the information I took and no one was like yo don't do that that's fucking ridiculous like yeah. how do you, you can't treat people like that so on so forth that's just da, 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 da. Today, obviously, I'm a fucking adult. I don't bully anybody. I haven't bullied anybody in fucking decades. Or maybe I have. I don't know. Maybe mentally I've bullied someone. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, But today is just like I really have like the third eye. Mm. The third eye is the most important thing to me. It's to be able to hear myself not in an ego way. Like, ooh, you know, you've just said that. It's more like you've just said that. You know, when I say something, I try to hear what I just said. And then, or if I do something, I try to see how I've done it or what I've done. And if I catch myself, say something that really may have hurt someone or, hey, sometimes you say shit and it's going to hurt you. And well, I'm sorry. I still feel that way. Yeah, yeah. But because you're hurt that I'm just going to be like, oh, you know, I didn't mean that. No, 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 no. I can't people please all the time. Mm. It's just like, but to be able to see how you speak and what you do, that's ginormous yeah. because it's just like you, I would, I would have zero ego to be like, I'm so sorry. Like I've said that and I was out of order and 
I caught myself straight away and I really honestly didn't mean that and let me fix it. Same if I do something. And that's the difference I think today. Mm. It's like just to be able to catch yourself. To be more aware of your, of who you are and what your actions can have on somebody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and I just, I want people to, yeah. I mean, again, like I don't feel like, I, I always try to treat people well, you know, I always do. I always do. It's the most, it's the most important thing. It, it hurts me when I see people not treating people well. Mm. And I don't mean like in a harsh way or at war. Da, da, da. I mean, in the simple day to day shit, like, yeah. you know, like, you know, I have some neighbors that, you know, I say hello to everybody. I love that shit. Just like I say, it. hello, like in, in the street, I'm like, I, I'm on the same you know, you come this way, I go, that's why, like, I know it's a bit weird, but I will acknowledge you. It's but, not weird. It's, know, w- it's weird. It's weird in a big city, but yeah. I, like. No, in LA, trust me, it's weird. It's weird, yeah. People look at you and like, what the fuck, who the fuck yeah. are you saying Also, hi? don't get me wrong. If I'm on like Hollywood, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to be a weirdo and say hello to every single person I cross. <laughs> so, I mean, by my neighborhood, in my street. If I, if if we're gonna go like this, I'm gonna be hey, or I, I see the neighbor outside, I'll be like hello, you know, I'm like that neighbor, yeah, I'm that yeah, guy. yeah. I'm I love same. it, and, and trust me, sixty percent, maybe more, don't reply. <laughs> During COVID, um, my mate and I used to train. We got like a reservoir near us, and we would train there every morning. Yeah, and we'd literally play the game of who's going to ignore us and who's not. Because it's it's just so funny when you like go out of your way to say hi to somebody and they just look at you and ignore you and it's like yeah. how there's many reasons for that like, there's many reasons how have you who's hurt you like come on yeah. please <laughs> exactly there's many reasons why someone might not reply um, and then some people are just rude cunts and that is purely some people are just rude <laughs> but then again that's how you've been brought up yeah. Right, it's just like informations you got, like the tools you got. Like, did you get the tools to? I, I, the one, one of the things I got lucky with is I got manners. Like my dad was like, yeah, manners, like is everything, and not even in a harsh way. Just mm. like that's who he was, and that's who he is. Like yeah. you know, traditional. He will hold the door, say hello. Yeah. You know, the, the basics of stuff that just makes. Then from the basics, you you know you do more, um, but. One of the, I, you know, one one day I'm I'm walking Dharma and then I see this 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 guy and I say hello, and then he he stopped and he looked at me. He was older. And he was like, "Wow, like that is so like nice of you to say hello." And I was just like, he was baffled because <laughs> I guess maybe I was younger and he, you know he never gets it. You yeah. Know? Um, I was not. I love it. You know, I love saying hello. We had a quick chat. It was brilliant. But um, God, like, there's so many of my neighbors. I say, and I keep saying, and I keep like, I see them all the time, and I'm like, hello, and it still don't still say don't. hello. I nah. do, I do the same in Detroit because in back here in the UK, like, I'm you, you. I can't wait till you come here, but it's proper fucking country bumpkin shit. Like, everyone knows everyone, and yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> it's everyone's got webbed feet and a great swimmers but it's um it's and then i go to detroit and my street is like i love my next door neighbor 
guy called Donald. He's an absolute legend. And like, he calls me up and he, he's just super sound. But then there's other people on my street that like, I've been there five years and they're only just waving to me now. And it's like, fucking hell, son. This is taking time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which I, I get. Like- I understand it. Like, and I understand Detroit is a city as well. Like, I haven't been through the harsh times of Detroit. Like, yeah. I, I had a, I just got off the phone before with, with Chuck, who does all the Paxahow. And like, we were talking about venues in Detroit and parties and stuff. And there's like, the politics of Detroit is such an interesting city. It goes so deep. And yeah. it's understanding all of those little kind of, things and it and it's all from trauma yeah it's all from some trauma that's happened years ago it is it's deep yeah we, we deep on that one but probably won't but it's it's it's, a, it's, it's complicated you know very i came to your house in detroit like last time and i did say hello to your neighbors that didn't say hello back to me they're not gonna they're not gonna <laughs> like and and i understand why like we both know why if you know what i mean yeah. Like yeah. it for the last sixty years, a white dude's not been in that neighborhood. Yeah, and now there's a house of white people in their neighborhood. Like, yeah. there's a fucking lot to deal with. And I mean, it's it, it's it's more complicated than that in that sense, but of course it is. But in the grand yeah. scheme of things, it's not. Yeah, really, it's like Detroit was. Yeah. Detroit was redlined and still is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, I think it's also like, you know, some people just keep to themselves, no mm-hmm. matter what, no matter who. I mean, you know, like it doesn't, it doesn't matter, uh, you know, the color of your skin. It's just really some people just stick. To, you know, they're not gonna say hello. That's it. Like they don't know who you are, and that's enough for them to not say hello back. Yeah, they're not opening that door. Right, for whatever reason. But then it goes back to what you're saying. There has to be a reason for that, because there rea- is, because realistic no at, at, at the origin of it. Yeah, there and, is. Because at the end of the day, we're all tribal, right? And we all like to be. If we go back years and years and years, there was probably all of us were in a tribe of maximum a hundred people, right? And yeah. we we were so used to being in that tribe. And we knew everybody, we knew everything, we knew what everyone's did. The minute another tribe came to us, we'd fuck them up. Yeah. Like, or one, like that. And that is just how humans have, have evolved. And I guess it's it's the same situation. We're all the same. Yeah. But the fact is... is it takes time. It just takes time. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you remember, I told you when I moved here, like, I went to both my neighbors, the, the basics. I went on yeah. both sides of my house. That's why I do wherever I move. I go on both sides, and unless there's one in the front, which I don't really have right now, but and I go say hello, hello. I'm your this new energy that comes in your life now. You're gonna see me, right? Yeah. So hello. And one of my neighbors was super sweet. Boom, 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 boom. Hello. They even sent us food the next day. It was mm. brilliant. And then the the, the guy, the the family, what well, the dude on the left side, straight up said to me, word for word. You keep to yourself. I keep to myself. That was within 30 seconds. I said, hello, my name's Mika. And he said, hello, my name is. You keep to yourself. I keep to myself. 
I was like, oh, all right. But if you need anything from me, I'm here. Hit me up. And that was that. And that was that for nine months. Yeah. The other day, come out of my house, um, to do the trash, to bring the trash out. And he's just coming out of his car. And I've since then I see him every now and then and I say, I always still wave. And he goes, you know, like that with chin up, like, yeah, all right, whatever. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> the way you just rolled your eyes in was fucking perfect. <laughs> Cool. Like you're a tough dude, I get it. And then comes out and he comes out of his car with his kid. And don't know why. But to be fair, every other day I go down the street where the work walking down or whatever, and I see his uh his wife's outside and I always wave and she always waves. And yeah. you know, how have you been? And she's always been cool. So anyway, he comes out of the car and he's like, We're like right here. And I'm like, hey, how you doing, man? And he's like, hey, how you doing, man? How have you been? How's the house? And he starts asking me all these questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kid. That's his name. And da da da, boom, boom, boom. And I was just like, dope. Like, it took you this long yeah. to realize I'm not a dickhead and I'm not going to be in your business. And mm. da 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 da. And then now you're just like, you're just cool. And now when I see him, he's like, how have you been, man? Yeah, yeah, cool, 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 boom. That. But, it took this long. It takes time, man. Yeah. It takes time. Some people just need time. Like they, they, they might need nine months. They might need five years. Yeah. And that's okay. And, and that's I think okay. that's the thing. That's, thing. That's, that's the thing. The real, the real thing is it, it shook me a little bit. The very first time when it was like, whoa, whoa. I was like, damn, like you just moved here and you get that vibe. Yeah. But yeah. very quickly, I was just like, that's just his life. That's what he does. Yeah. You know, that's just how it is. And I'll win him over. And then I did. And I was like, yeah. That's that's my goal is always to win people over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you do the crack, when you crack them, that's the best feeling ever. That's it. It is. It's the best feeling. I love that. That's amazing, man. Dude, we've nearly done two hours. I know. Um, that's that's why I keep looking on the right. It's the time. I, I know we could just keep going, but I think people yeah, are just yeah. getting fed it's a good, up. It's a good amount for people to just not be like, what the fuck are they talking oh, about? Fucking hippies <laughs> talking about their feelings. <laughs> Which is it's good. Look, I love that we've talked mostly outside of music. You yeah, know? I didn't want to talk about music, really. Yeah, it's I, good. Like no, you're, I, you're, I was... You've been on the podcast the most. You're the, you're the most on the podcast. <laughs> Next time. I'll be on the podcast under another name. <sighs> Just going to drop that. I wish I had a Zane Lowe bomb. I have a mask in water. you be talking in French. Yeah, um, I'd be like, uh, that changed my bon, accent. Bonjour. Uh, <laughs> bonjour. Uh, you have the croissant. Uh, you talk about my music. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, um, um Love but you, yeah, dude. I still invite, I do, I do, I'm, I'm going to plug, I'm still inviting people to go and listen to Rose Riot, which is, I think, you know, it's openly, um, something really fun I've been working on. Uh, I know you haven't asked me, but I'm doing it. Uh, <laughs> Fine, crack on, mate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> crack on. So, no, no, but that's the only thing, really. So if you listen, uh, go and check Rose Riot. You um, just did a, well, you didn't. Uh, didn't just because when this comes out it's in november but in yeah. september end of september you did Lights. a live show in la yeah. with Ray's right how was, was that that was amazing and yeah. then it was it was 
the one of the scariest thing I've ever had to do, and I did it. And um, so Rose Raya is for, for those who don't know, which is pretty much everybody. Uh, it's a side project of mine where I sing, and uh, it's at this point really well. That is acoustic, electronic, whatever. But I write and sing uh, in all songs, so it's not like club stuff at all. Uh, and uh, yeah, we did this show. And I, I did only three songs, but it was it was incredible. And it was like I felt like the most naked I've ever felt um, in front of a small crowd, and it went really, really well. And I'm I'm extremely excited to do more of that. Did it get but, recorded? Yeah, that's the plan. No, the did that is, did that get recorded? It got recorded, but that's not coming out. Can I hear it though? I can send you some images of it. Yes, I don't some, want a fucking image. No, I mean some some oh, videos. Jesus Christ! I'm going to send you some JPEGs. Some JPEGs of you fucking with a mic in your mouth, like JPEGs, on. bruh. <laughs> no, no, but that's dope. And uh, they're not called JPEGs anymore. They're called NFTs. It's exactly what they are. Bruh. Have you have you got any NFTs? No, I'm, no, I'm not. Into, I'm not even, bro. I'm not talking about NFTs. <laughs> I'm not. That shit is long. <laughs> um, I'm not. But anyway. That's that. That cool. is that. Just go check it out. Go Rose check. Riot. So how are you spelling Rose Riot? Uh, R-O-S-E and then R-Y-O-T. Boom. Uh, yeah, it is not as right with a Y. Um, couple of features and some tunes here and there. Uh, with this one on your label. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, so yeah, go check it out. Sick. And what's Sick. going on with the Born Dirty stuff what's coming out music wise writing just in a studio every day just writing new Same. music um i think we finally signed that um that key to me track oh cool who to i don't know if i can tell it yet okay i don't know if i can um uh, but it's uh, it's it's collab between an american label and a uk label which is oh, cool. dope yeah, so it's gonna, it's gonna get, it's gonna get both sides. That's amazing. Uh, so that's good. Um, and then, couple two, I go to this dope club banger with Wongo that I absolutely adore. Uh, and we're gonna put that out. I haven't well. heard that. It's called Crispy. I don't know if I said it to you. I might have not. Might have not. I don't know. I was with him the other day. Yeah, love him. I love him. I love him. Even his haircut. Jesus Christ. I love everything about him, man. That he's haircut just... is just on another level. Yeah. He saw Michael Beebe and was like, I can beat that. That's what he did. <laughs> he did. He did. Or he watched too he watched too much of Game of Thrones, one or the other. This <laughs> is one one or the other. The thing that I love is that his wife actually loves it. Yeah, of course. Dude, like, I get it. I get oh, it. I get so it. Because you know what? Because he owns it. No, I think the reason why his wife likes it is because she knows that no other woman is ever going to find that attractive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wango. I absolutely love you, man. But yeah, that and a few more tunes. Basically, just been writing um, and just shopping at the moment, really. Like, oh, this, this three tracks going to come out. Obviously, some things on Weiwei, and um, yeah, that's basically it, really. Sick. 
you know, cool, some shows here and there. And, you know, we're living a good life. Just finished my studio. I'm absolutely fucking adoring. You know, I fucking love it. It's incredible. It looks great. I When oh. I came in the other day, well, the other day, a couple of months ago, it sounded amazing. And you said you've done more work on it, so... Yeah, 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 it sounds much better. It's got pushed, got a bigger cloud above. Every, when you sit on the sofa now, it sounds like absolutely tight. Really? It sounds so good. Um, so anyway, wait. that's that. But yeah, that was the the 10 minutes of plugging Plug the music. But that, that's basically it. Sick, man. Well, thanks for coming on. I love you lots. Thanks for having me again. I can't wait to see you. When am I see? I think, what are you doing New Year's? See you. New for at the moment, nothing. Are you around Cali at the moment? Cool. Probably, yeah. I, it's it's TBD. There's there's some talks for some shows, but yeah, um, well, not confirmed. So definitely have to plan we, something. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. I mean, it's not like I don't talk to you every day. True. <laughs> that's just uh, that's just the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Love you, dude. See you in a bit. Love you. Peace. Thanks for having me. Cheers, mate. Bye. Love, love Bye. everybody. Stay safe and uh, love each other and use your tools. Yeah, baby. And that's wrap. I hope you enjoyed it. I loved it. Very not music focused, which was beautiful. I really like that conversation. Please hit subscribe. Please give us a little review. And uh, yeah, till next time, people. Love you. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.